gentlemen, my name is Andrew O'Connell. And my name is Connor Bonaskevich, the Daily Bonger. And welcome back to the Enigma Podcast. <laughs> episode 29. Uh, is this episode 29? Let me check real quick. Yeah, this is episode 29, right? It is your job to make sure. Yeah, uh, yeah, episode 29. There you go. Uh, coming back at you guys. It's been a while. For Saturday, January 9th, 2021. It's 2021, guys. It's nuts. Yes, sir. It's fucking crazy. It's been going great so far. Yeah, for real. For real. Um, yeah, gl- it was a bit scuffed. Yeah. <laughs> um, I'm glad you guys can make it uh, listening to this podcast. You know, we're on Spotify, Google Podcast, the whole bit. Uh, we're on Anchor FM, so you guys can donate. The link will be in the description. Um, we'd love if you could donate. You know, that would help increase the quality of our podcast and all that stuff. But um, anyway. Without further ado, I, I don't have much of an intro for you guys. But today, of course, we got the Daily Bong with me, my co-host, and our esteemed guest from episode 23, if you guys can remember that far back, uh, our boy, Dom Varallo. How are you, Dom? You know, all the things great over here. Y'all just living it, living fast. <laughs> yeah, I love it. Love it. Um, well, I, you know, it's been a while since I've done, you know, an episode of the podcast, especially... Connor and I, it's been a long time since Connor and I have done an episode, probably since November, right, Connor? Uh, yeah, I would say probably since I first moved down to Champaign. Um, had a lot going on where it was um, interfering with my ability to like be on the podcast and to be kind of uh, my own persona and stuff. So, yeah, it's definitely been a fat-ass minute, but now we're back, and we are better than ever, as you can already tell from the way I've been talking. Absolutely. You know, you know, yeah. I, I, no, I, I, I can say the same. No, honestly, I think we're back better than ever. And then Connor just, he's fresh out of a nap, maybe about two minutes and 37 seconds ago. Literally. <laughs> however, you know, however, I think, I think he's ready to go. And honestly, honestly, I think I just, you know, I think things, things, they go the way the things go. Dude, can you talk now? Like, uh, you're, you're on a podcast. Yeah, you're on a podcast. You're on a podcast. You gotta, you gotta, you gotta, you gotta make sure you gotta, you gotta, you gotta, you gotta, you gotta figure it the fuck out. Yeah, you do, man. <laughs> I'm just saying, no offense. You gotta make sure you got it on. Well, no, because I asked, you know what? But no, going off what you said, risk, you know, you gotta, I think you took a week off. Is that, correct me if I'm wrong. You said you, 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 uh, it took a week off, right? You took uh, a week off due, due to the holidays. Due to the holidays. I did. I took, um, I well, technically, I, I didn't. I was supposed to do an episode on Christmas, but I got too lazy on Christmas Eve. Yeah, went to bed. Of course, obviously. All right. No, <laughs> completely fair. Of course. Completely fair. <laughs> and then I went to Arizona this uh, Sunday, the 27th. That's right. No, that's right. That's right. That's right. That's right. So uh, I took that week off from. How, 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 how was how was everything? Everything pan out to be okay? Yeah, everything was all right. You know, I mean, it wasn't hot as hell out there, but it was nice and warm. You know, it, was, uh, yeah. it beats the weather up here, you know. Uh, well, I have a quick question. How, how much... How much did COVID affect like your like Christmas or whatever? Your travel. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. It's 2020. 2021 now. Fuck your holiday experience. How 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 much did COVID affect your COVID? How much did COVID affect your holiday experience? It 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 sure. You know what? It affected quite a bit. You know, I I I come from a big family. You know, my dad's the youngest of six, and the rest. The rest of his siblings have families of their own. So we always get together for Christmas. Right. right. Because of COVID, no one's traveling. 
I know. Um, I know. It's, here, man. Yeah, man, it was literally the exact same for my family. Um, like quite literally the exact same. My dad's not the youngest of six, but he is the uh, almost the reverse. He's the second oldest of six, and so we couldn't we couldn't do normal Christmas like we usually do, especially because oh, we yeah. have a very big extended family with my family, and so uh, we could not we couldn't get everyone together because we usually have about I want to say. 50 or 60 people all together uh at my uncle's house no, right to. right yeah and uh we, we couldn't do anything even remotely close to that for these holidays Dude, yeah yeah I, I usually have like a christmas eve tradition of all my family like the specific restaurant we go to yeah couldn't and, like, do you know i couldn't do that. i hate fucking with tradition too that's i like, guess yep. superstitious about yep. that yep i get it here we are yeah man i mean it was you know it's all it's all screwed up man and you know, at least we went out. We went out to Arizona. You know, my immediate family and I. Right. Uh, I mean, we didn't like go stay at a resort with a bunch of people. You know, it was just us. We got an Airbnb. Nice. Uh, yeah, it it was just to get out of the weather. You know. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh, especially the God. fucking Chicago weather is even worse than in Champagne, man. Fuck that shit. Jesus Christ! I tried driving drive. I'm sliding everywhere. <laughs> yeah, man, and I I actually got some shit from people that I was traveling during during the pandemic and i was like all right you know what dude shut the on. fuck up yeah <laughs> you, know? you know the way i view it uh, the way i view it is that at this point we can't let it stop us from living our lives as long as we're gonna do it safely and as long as we're gonna be as safe as we can and take all the necessary precautions while we're like doing what we're gonna do i think that it's not a big deal if you travel or if you go on vacation or you try to do something during the pandemic like as long as you're not being stupid or an asshole about it, shouldn't be a big deal in my eyes. Yeah. And, you know, in Arizona, you know, obviously it's a lot more wide open than, uh, than Illinois. Right, 100%, right, yeah, 100%. But everyone's wearing their masks, you know, everybody's really? being safe about it. Really? A lot of people wear masks out there, you know, and um, I'm, not, I'm surprised. Well, yeah. I mean, in restaurants, they require you to do that, you know. Absolutely, of course, that makes sense. I mean, any indoor place, yeah. Yeah. But just, I mean, just, just, just in general, just sometimes, sometimes, even in, sometimes around here in Illinois, you find like some places that like don't even give a shit about a mask. Like I walk to Circle K, like I forget my mask, and I walk in there, like they don't say nothing. Like, you know what I mean? Like some places, just like don't really give a shit. Yeah, some places, I'm like, like, it really isn't throwing a Circle K, throwing Circle K under the bus here, but yeah, I don't, they don't really give a shit <laughs> uh-huh. so, hey, <laughs> yeah 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 i feel you no, you know but no and especially down south like you know what i mean that's what i'm saying like it's just some places like just like don't give a shit like yeah yeah it, they truly that's don't. why you know it, it it's nice you know you know all the restaurants were open it was nice people were having business and you know people can operate their lives without you know without See, that, shut that's up. all true that makes sense. You know, because I work, as you may or may not know, I, I'm like, whatever, like doing like, like busting tables, like being like a waiter at the, at the Champagne Country Club, the Champagne Country Club down, down the street. And like, you know, I mean, like, you know, we, we can't have people inside and indoor, indoor shit. So like, we have like a, a little, little, little tent set up with like 65 degree weather heating inside of there. You know what I mean? So like, you know, we, like it's a hit, it's a hit or miss. Like we have like even customers, you know what I mean? It's so like people are going delivery, curbside, you know what I mean? So like, so it's you know we we can't even have like any indoor shit you know what I mean so, you know it just it's it, it'd be kind of nice like you know we would sit sit down in an indoor not area 
on. Yeah, dude. Yeah, that, that's great. You know, it, just trying to find your way around, you know, the whatever is whatever restriction you have, trying to find your way around it to be able to operate safely. I think that's great. Absolutely. 100%. Yeah. And it's, it's one of those things where like Dom was saying, uh, I feel like everyone's kind of, I mean, it has literally almost been a year now since the lockdown really went into effect in America, like literally month and a half from now, it'll be, uh, it'll be an actual year that we've spent in essentially continuous lockdown. Um, And it's, it's one of those things where being able to go into uh, a restaurant and sit down just with your friends, with your family, not have to worry about masks or not have to worry about having tables around you that are filled with people or if the waiter has COVID or anything like that. It's, right. it's, it, we took it for granted. And now like, yeah, it's, it's definitely, once it's back, it's going to be even nicer because like that first meal where we have the entire family back at like, you know, like all our, all our, and I mean, I don't mean the family necessarily of like the, you know, like the blood family, but like the family of like, the friends and like the no one you care about. Well, <laughs> shut up, all right. But like, like the um, like when you have the whole family around you and you're able to like sit down at a table with your tribe and actually enjoy a meal and actually like appreciate being able to sit down together without a care in the world again. It's gonna be very nice once that happens in the next few months. Yeah. No, I'm just kidding. No, it's not. Actually, that's why I think I don't like the fuck with tradition you know what i mean like yeah exactly uh, christmas eve like you know what i mean like me my blood family everyone visits like from san francisco or you see or wherever us, yeah everyone comes like chicago like we all like, go to this one restaurant or whatever like you know what i mean so mm-hmm. like yeah i don't i get that yeah 100 yeah yeah you know it, it's the blood family yeah and you know it, it's always a great time you know uniting with people and you know having a good time because individualism, or I'd be a hypocrite because, you know, capitalism, individual, whatever. But, um, you know, just being lonely and individualist and, you know, not being able to be around the people who care about you and the people you care about, you know, I, I'm sure everyone can attest to this. This whole fucking COVID thing really took a toll on people's mental health. Because, you know, as soon as lockdown went went into effect, all the support systems everyone had kind of swept away and everything went virtual. Yeah. Yeah. And that's another thing that a lot of people don't realize is that for people who had anxiety or depression or uh, like any type of any type of thing that they had to worry about, you know, um, they a lot of people would use and not, not even use in a bad way, but they would, uh, they would use like the people around them to like help them feel better and help them like get out of those ruts and out of those bad times and bad positions. And then when you have all this lockdown shit going on, it's kind of like, what the fuck am I supposed to do now? Like I've, I've lost that, like you said, support system and I've lost that way of not even having to need something specific but i've lost that like as i said before the family that i had where i was like able to be with them before and now because of lockdown certain members of our family like dom and i we haven't been able to see them and like if we have been able to see them it's been very rare because we couldn't be visiting or like having them come up from wherever they go to school or wherever they're 
living right now on like because of COVID because they had to quarantine and stuff. So like, yeah, it's, it's definitely one of those things for sure. Yeah, man. And you know, 2020, just fuck 2020, man. I mean, absolutely. We kicked, <laughs> we kicked 2021 off with the bang. Over yeah. Here. 2020 can kick rocks. Yeah. Yeah, man. We, we made sure over, uh, down in champagne. We, um, to say the least, we, uh, we kicked 2020 out with with a, a fat ass boot. We uh we made fuck <laughs> that shit and started 2021 off right. I mean, I didn't even get to start 2021 off right at midnight. I uh I didn't make it till then. So <laughs> yeah, we we kicked 2020 out with a fat ass boot, man. We made sure too. Yeah, man, that's great. Yeah, I'm just happy I made it through. I didn't think I was gonna make it. Yeah, neither did I. There were times where we were both in bad positions and. We're lucky that we finished it out, and now we're like we said at the beginning, we're legitimately doing better than ever before. Yeah, and you know, I'm glad to hear this um, because you know, obviously, like I said before, the whole everything kind of put everybody in a bad way, and you know, on a personal level, to you guys, and it's you know, I saw that happen, and I'm more than grateful to see you guys in a better spot now. Yeah, yeah, um, appreciate it. We both do. Yeah. So 2021, man. It's going to so, be a great year. Yeah, it will be a great oh, yeah. year. And, uh, you know, everyone has their New Year's resolutions. And um, when, when it comes to 2021. Know, January 6th. January, it's January 6th. And I told Connor, yeah, no, we're not going to the gym today. Yeah, When Dom first came over last Sam was like, we want to go work out because we were, I mean, we work out like on and off, like, especially because they have a workout thing here, they have a gym, but like we, um, we were going to go work out. And then it got to like a certain point where we were like chilling and talking at my place before we came over to theirs. And we kind of was just like, there's yeah, food, there's food like, involved. We're like, yeah, we're not, we're not going to smoke. <laughs> we're like, yeah, no, how about we just, how about we just go get food? And we smoke. Yeah. We'll and then just again, go back to their place. And get the food. Yeah. And then we'll just go back to your place. Back, and then get the munchies. Yeah. <laughs> like, instead of like working out in between. So I like, obviously we would just do all of the above except working out. 100%. But, I, I come back the 18th. Now so, uh, be ready. The why? What'd you say? I come back the 18th. So be ready. Uh, okay. See, we were talking about that. We didn't know when you guys were coming back because we know you start again on the 25th, but we didn't know when you guys were able to yeah, come back. Yeah, but people might dorms. be coming like the week before. Right? We can freshmen move in. Yeah, we can move in uh, as early as the 17th. Gotcha. Okay. 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 That makes sense. So okay. I'm moving back the 18th, which is Martin Luther King Day. But, okay. And that, that's that's exactly a week before Classes school. start. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. That's that's how. I was, that's yeah. Yeah. That's what we were trying to figure out earlier. So we got about a, a week and a half or so, maybe a little over, not not even exactly two weeks before we got all you guys back here. Yeah, then you'll have the influx of uh, crazy uh, misfit toys come back into uh Dude, you have, oh, fuck, man. We, even without all you guys down here, fucking, holy shit, we got into some stuff. Like, <laughs> oh, yeah. God, God above. We'll get, we'll, we'll tell what happened from what, little well what little i remember even little more than fucking dom remembers from new year's eve we'll, oh, we'll new tell year's that eve. holy shit it oh was, my god that was 
definitely a wow. I'll give you a whole, whole rundown. I'll give you a whole rundown. But all right, so New Year's Eve, have to put that down. Write that down. Hundred percent. Yeah, that's, <laughs> that's definitely something that we should uh, we should talk about. Just give me a little note. <laughs> yeah, yep. yeah. Just keep that in mind. <laughs> that's note. Noted. <laughs> so uh, I moved back to January 18th. So um, that that West Quad better be, uh, you know, Ooh. better be like, hey, Ruski, what are you doing? Oh, hey, yeah. hey, 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 Oh, yeah, hey, 100%. Hey, hey, could you, hey then, Ruski, could you have a couple of fruity beverages with me? Or no? of, <laughs> of course, of course. Yeah. Yeah, some fruities. And then we got, we also got, especially because West Quad has the pool and the volleyball court and the hot tub. Just wait until all this, because like by the time we'll be able to use all that again, the COVID vaccine will be out and mainstream, and so like by that time, only one West, can hope. West, only one dude, can hope. Oh man, West Quad is gonna be, West oh, Quad's baby. gonna be a very fun place to be. Yeah, to oh, say baby. the, yeah, the pool is gonna be a great fucking time. Oh yeah, I, I'm looking forward Young to that one. Telling you, August comes around, my lease ends up, ends. Nothing's gonna change. <laughs> oh yeah, no. I just wasted. I just wasted so much money on an apartment. Yep. With no pool, no hot tub. Yeah, it does that. Does, no that part does. And stuff. no baddies. See, but they're coming. Like everyone's coming back. Like it'll, it'll definitely be back around, like around, uh, around that time for sure. Yeah. yeah. You going out there? We just need a couple more people passing out in this vaccine to keep it in. Oh, that's fantastic. <laughs> Um, but yeah, you know, so 2021, you, so you guys said your, your little new year's resolution was that you guys were going to work out more. Um, one of them was, it wasn't even work out more. It's just that we work out pretty consistently. And what we want to do is we want to stay more consistent with it where, um, we even not even like a specific amount of days, like a specific amount of workouts or any like set goals because we know that gets really hard to get to. Um, but it was more so like, we kind of want to at least like every week we want to work out at least two times, maybe a little more. And because like, yeah. And because we can with like our work schedules and with like the, the amount of like schoolwork that they have and stuff, like we can manage to do that. And so that was one of the, uh, one of the resolutions we had. So that's great. Um, yeah, obviously everyone's doing, you know, their whole self-improvement thing and they go five, five days down and they quit, you know? Yeah. (laughs) And that that was why we were joking about how we didn't go to the gym today. But, um, I mean, like we, we were going even before the new year started, we were going back in 2020 pretty consistently. And so that was what I was saying about, it's more of us wanting to go more consistently and how we were making that joke about how today we decided not to like, especially because we had the podcast going on. We wanted to make sure we were here for the podcast and we were able to like stay awake and stay not like, you know, tired as shit for it and all that other stuff. So, yeah, that's great. Um, you guys got any, any other resolutions that anything you want, you want changed in your life from 2021 than 2020. Um, to enjoy it more. There was um, towards the end of the year, there was a bunch of fluctuations with me, at least with uh, like both personal relationships and um, like other things that went on. And I definitely 
gained an understanding of a few people that were in my life that have since left my life and it was of their own volition and I gained an understanding of that in a way where it was I hadn't had it before and because I hadn't had it before I wasn't able to look at it objectively but looking back on it objectively I'm kind of like you know what fuck that and I don't need that and I'm gonna make sure that this year no matter what I enjoy it and I make it all focus on me and like the people that I know that aren't gonna pull any shit like that and so that's and we're kicking off the 2020s right the roaring 20s you know we're gonna make sure that we start them off right with like 2021 that's fantastic you know and that's great to hear you know um obviously you gotta especially at our young age we gotta maintain great relationships you know we gotta make sure that we have valid support systems in our lives mm-hmm. and uh yeah it's great to hear dom how about you i'm sorry i'm sorry i'm sorry i'm sorry Rich. what was the question we were talking about new year's resolutions uh do you have any yeah because i told him one of ours was um like getting to the gym at least two times a week with all of us as we can and because that was like a plan we had wanted to do in 2020 but we were back up in chicago and so uh we kind of like held it off but that's one of our like resolutions and then i told him that another one was just to kind of like just to enjoy the year and like make it a fun fucking year like not to worry about shit not to dwell on shit a lot you know i i gotta i got a little i got a little I agree with that. I definitely agree with that. I just also got a little different, different approach here. Difficult, different approach. I got you. You know, I just, I got some other shit coming into 2020. It's a little different. And, um, and, uh, you know, I, you know, I, I'm not doing shit. I'm not really doing shit. It's, you know, I just, I really just want to kind of want to get back and like, kind of get back. You know, like shit. You know, I'm not. I'm not doing hockey anymore, right? I'm not doing hockey anymore. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I know. I, I'm uh, not like not smoke, not smoke anymore, not smoking anymore and stuff. So like, yeah, yeah. Got a couple. Got got a couple things in my mind. So I just like kind of just wanna take, yeah. take take it easy. Take it easy this year. Yeah, I definitely get with you. So just kind of like, just enjoy it more like like kind of be more laid back about it and just kind of enjoy the ride and enjoy whatever happens during this year not go too crazy not do anything like wild just like doing whatever comes your way yeah for sure doing doing the best i can 100 percent man you know going with the flow type thing yes sir you know i got all got our own shit to figure out and doing it Mm -hmm. another one of my uh to finish the tattoos so that's going to be, that's going to be, I mean, I shouldn't say finish cause that's probably not going to happen until I die. But uh, yeah, like get, keep, keep getting them and keep up with the momentum. Cause I mean, first time I went for them, I got five of them at once. So that yeah. was definitely something. Yeah. that That's great. Yeah. I've seen your story and you know, and uh, yeah, good for you. Another thing, you know, um, for me, uh, one of them uh, that I'm trying to improve is trying to make amends and trying to be on the better side of people who I may not have agreed with or kind of hustled, you know, been tussling with last year. You know, last year was a lot of uh, current events in our country and a lot of political stuff. And uh, given our very polarized uh, 
polarized country, a polarized society, it was very easy to make enemies with people. Oh, yeah. So um, I tried to make amends with some of those. Um, so we'll see what see what I can do, you know? Yeah, we'll also see how they make amends as well, especially with everything that's going on currently. I mean, even literally today as we're recording the podcast. So. <laughs> yeah. Um, but I, I'm just trying to be a better person. You know, I, I'm not, I'm not the, sometimes I'm not the nicest guy in the world. You know, I being a straight white dude, I'm automatically pretty much a prick. <laughs> You're automatically like, okay, so this guy in a category. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <It's here. laughs> yeah. But, um, so I get it. No, I, I just like striving to be like, it's like, that's what I'm saying. Like, striving to be like better, dude. I've been like a fucking, I've been a fucking bag of milk, sack of shit for the past like year and a half. So I'm like, you know what? Like, why not just like figure the fuck out and stop being a fucking idiot and just yeah. like do something different for once? Yeah. 100%. I get that. Yeah. Um, and obviously, the continuing the weight loss, you know, I, ballooned 10 pounds since i got back in november and when i got home in november i i had lost 25 pounds since august fucking right so um so i'm still trying to continue that you know decline all right it's it's a new year's resolution right like you know i mean i i I got you on that you know what i mean like yeah of course right try to get lose a couple lbs like fuck dude yeah and i'm trying i'm i'm actually this month, I'm trying. I'm trying to like go to this this boxing boxing gym down the street. Yeah, yeah. And that's you know just 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 so I can just so I can. That's that's a resolution. If I've ever checked one before, hundred percent. Yes, hundred percent. Counts as a res. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and another one of mine. The last one for this little segment before we uh, continue on. Uh, last one of mine is to be more social with people. You know, given the current pandemic, uh, obviously that's a default uh, excuse. But, you know, in general, I'm, you know, I'm more introverted. You know, I'm more reserved guy. Not very social with people. <laughs> yeah, you're, 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 more, you're more into being on your own. That's no, not I love bad. that. I love yeah. that. No, it's the best. That's awesome. That's perfect. Yeah. And, you know, like given it. my current work background and, you know, how I was raised, it, it's easier to socialize with grown adults than college students. Yeah. But uh, sure. I'm trying to improve that, you know. Yeah, it definitely makes sense, man. Um, so. That's what we're here. Exactly what we're here for. And we're here. We're here to. No, exactly what we're here for. Yeah, exactly. and it's one of those things. Right? Right. It's the only way to put it. Yeah, yeah. Exactly where we're at college. Yeah, and there's no way to put it. You know, it's just. It's, that's what it is. I'm here. Especially being down here we're in expand, a big you know, ten expand, campus you know? town. You know, it's it's why your comfort zone. You know what I mean? Like I, you know, it's it's one of those things. Especially being down here in a, a big ten school, like. That's that's definitely something that once you start to get more in your comfort zone, like Dom was saying, and realize that like that is one of the reasons that we're here for it. Like it's it's not just you know obviously it's here for the schooling, but like at the same time it is here for the experience as well. Like yeah, once once you start embracing that and being comfortable embracing that, not in any insulting or condescending way, just like once you start to get comfortable with embracing that, it you start to realize that it's, it's, uh, it's a lot easier than it seems. And a lot more people than you think are going to be more open and open with like welcoming arms and stuff. And you're going to meet a lot more people than you thought you would. Yeah. 
Um, I'm looking forward to that. You know, especially I, I'm beyond grateful having you guys down uh, when I had you guys down in Champaign, you know, yeah. seeing you guys. And it's, uh, it's definitely, you know, warming because my yeah. dorm, at my dorm, it's always not open. the best. Yeah, yeah, and what do you say? He said his dorm's not the best. Oh, well, I mean, in terms of, like physicality, yeah, the dorm's real nice, but the people. No, no, just, oh. yeah. no just the way it's the way it's going down yeah. right now. The vibes of the place are not not a hundred percent, and we definitely understand that. We've dealt with some stuff like that, and so like, yeah, we we totally get what you mean, and we totally understand where you're coming from, and that's like like Dom said, doors always open, man. Like that's what we're here for. That's what that's what I was talking about earlier about. Like realizing you got family and like it's it's not family born, but it's family made. And once you realize that you finally made that family, it becomes something else and something better. Well, that's great to hear. And I appreciate that. You know, um, everyone needs, you know, their family needs their support system, you know, and it's, it's great. Yep. Everyone needs a tribe. Everyone needs a tribe, you know, and, you know, sometimes, you know, especially during the school, you know, that first semester when shit started getting stressful, you know, and uh, with, with classes and all that. And, um, you know, it, it's nice to be able to go to, you know, go to somebody's apartment that's five, four blocks away. No, I, you know, it, is, it, can, it can only be so easy. Yep. And that's specifically <laughs> actually one of the reasons I had chosen the place I'm staying It can only at. be so nice. I'm, I'm literally, I'm, I'm what, four blocks from you. I'm literally a, a block and a half from John and Dom, like no, yeah. no exaggeration. Um, I was uh, a few blocks away from that other person that I was talking to, uh, yeah. like two blocks away from my cousin at Pike. Like, yeah, uh, it's very, very central to everything. So, yeah. That's great. Yeah. And, uh, you know, when I come back in January, it'll be a nice little uh, farewell stretch uh, before yeah. you move on to bigger and better things. Yeah, especially because I think that uh, I think that after my lease is up in July, depending on how everything goes, might he'll get out to LA. Uh, got to see how everything's gone and got to see how everything ends up being. But might end up pulling the trigger finally on making that move out there, especially because right now it's not too bad finding a place and uh, finding a place out there for uh, you know six hundred bucks a month as it's my own place. It wouldn't even be with a roommate. And it would be literally off of Rodeo or Fairfax. Not the worst deal you could find, you know? Yeah, definitely not the worst deal you could find. And uh, exactly. I'll, I'll fly myself out to LA one of these days. And then you're, you're definitely let me on your couch. Oh, yeah. Trust me. I'm, I'm going to be making sure that I have friends come visit. And I'm going to make sure that I'll be doing flights back to Illinois. And then kind of couch surfing it. Well, at this point, I would probably be in the frat houses with uh, you and John or Joe and Mickey and Aiden and just be crashing on one of your guys' couches because I wouldn't have my own place and neither would they at that point. They'd be living in the frat for the year. So I'd end up couch surfing again just in a different place. Well, if you're talking if you're talking 37 years from now, you're not cur- couch surfing. Now am my living in a goddamn fraternity house because it's 37 years later. However, like with a f- you're going to be 37 years from now, you're going to be in LA. What do you mean and I'm in 37 years from now? Okay. What are you going to do from two years from now? I'm already, like I said, like as soon as my lease is up in July, I'm probably. But how are you going to get, how are you going to get out of the lease? When, how are you going to get out of, how are you going to get out of the lease? In July? Yeah, it's in July. Okay. Okay. 
So you, okay. And then after that, what? Uh, after that, look for a place in LA. Look for a place that I can afford, especially with everything going on with COVID. I could probably talk to the landlord, say, hey, is this the cheapest you can go for rents? So what I did over at the place I'm at now, they were able to say, well, we can go a little bit cheaper. It's not an influx of people coming in for housing. And so that along with a job either at FedEx or a job at a food place and then whatever money I'd have saved up by that point too, just keep going from there. Plus the creative endeavors. And at that point, comedy clubs will be open. I'll be able to do the stand up I want to do. I'll be able to pursue the acting stuff and go from there. And then, like I said, have you guys come out and visit whenever. Oh. This is it's all been like, this is like, this is like two to five years. Yeah, this is, this is literally, it's either going to like, be. You're acting like this is like, this is like the next three weeks. No, no, it <laughs> might be, it might be by July, but I'd have to, like I said, I'd have to make sure I saved up enough and I had enough, but that's why I said I'm considering it. Cause if I'm able to do that. How like, about, how about you go down to the, to Texas? I know. I already looked at Austin. Because I of, actually, because I, of, because of Joe Rogan's. Yep. Joe, yep I'm thinking of Austin. Yep. And that's, yeah. that's exactly yeah. what it was. Low, low, yep. Low Texas, I love Texas. They fuck around. They yeah, dude. Fuck around. Dude, and in Austin, they don't give a fuck about anything. <laughs> in Austin, they also don't really give a fuck about weed. Usually, if a cop they finds do, you with weed, well, that's most concerning. Like, so that's dude, what that's like. You know what I mean? Like that's yeah, where we hit borders. It's, it's the gnarliest thing. But like in Austin, they really don't care. Like, like as long as you don't really? have like yeah, as long as you don't have like an exorbitant amount. If you have like a well, that was like Illinois public, before. It was like Illinois before much. they came. Pretty much legal. because the cops down in Austin because they don't like want to deal with the cops. Are like, dude, I don't want to do the weed. Just like, yeah, they're, they're like, ahead. get the you fuck, get out, the of fuck here. out of here. Yep, <laughs> yep, exactly. Yeah, man. I, you know, especially after I'm graduating college. You know, I'm graduating college a year early, so yeah, yeah. it'll be, uh, you know, being going to technology. It'll definitely, you know, Austin's got a lot of business opportunity for startups you know so oh yeah, yeah they get a oh, little, yeah. you know <laughs> austin's a very progressive city when it comes especially when it comes to texas like like in general i would say austin's a progressive city just overall but especially when you're talking about texas cities and texas towns yeah. austin is yeah. like austin is beyond progressive those dallas all the dallas's all the tech all the austin's all the austin's yeah yeah um, and yeah, I I don't know if I'd move there because it's progressive, but I moved there because it's uh, a lot of what we- you know, better weather and uh, better fiscal climate and uh, fiscal climate for sure. It's way cheaper to live there. Yeah. Although, as you know, for me, it's more so being a progressive city like helps me fit in better. Not necessarily it's something that I need or that I'm going to specifically look for, but the climate for me personally, if it's like that, is definitely going to help me be more at in in place i should say i shouldn't say at peace but more in place and more like right. comfortable around people who are more like me if that makes sense oh yeah and i totally see where you're coming from yeah exactly you know, especially weed thing. yeah especially for the weed thing like me you know being given my financial background i'm more economically and fiscally conservative and yeah. that that pisses a lot of people off from U of I because you can't be socially liberal and fiscally conservative because capitalism yeah. is a system that uh, ex, you know deliberately exploits people of color for its own benefit. I love you, Andrew. I love you, Andrew, and I love you. I'm gonna say it again. I love you. <laughs> love you too, Dom. <laughs> <laughs> I love you for. I, know, I love you. I love you for that. Um. I'm just trying to be a nice guy. I'm trying, you know, you've heard me on previous podcasts. Connor, you and I have talked before you became co-host early on in the, 
episodes we uh there was one episode we talked called the american mindset yeah and it's it's a lot of people get it twisted where they view it as a lot of people exploit everything and a lot of people take advantage of other people and i mean yeah that does happen that happens crony capitalism nobody likes crony capitalists except except crony capitalists exactly and so like if if it's being done the right way if it's being done by the book and you're really just putting in the work and you're really just putting in the effort and dedication it it there's been cases and there's been a lot of cases where people of color white people ethnic people whoever the fuck you are like there's been a lot of cases where when they put in the work even if it's in the creative industry like you put in that work and you really put in that work and that's your main focus you end up paying off from it and and that is one of the benefits of capitalism is that straight up if you are willing to put in the time and effort the blood sweat and tears yeah it'll fucking suck but for a while it'll suck after that and it'll suck doesn't matter if you're a white guy black woman white woman uh hispanic guy it doesn't matter who you are it's you know if you put in the blood sweat and tears you know odds are you're gonna do pretty well and you're gonna you know if you if you have the drive you know risk high risk high reward absolutely yeah and that's why i've done a lot of the things that i've done like just in general high risk high reward yeah there's like certain downsides to certain things i've done but like at the same time certain things sir i should say certain other things that i've done have really paid off for me and they've paid off in great ways and you know it's one of those things where you never you never know what the reward will be from the risk you're going to take unless you're willing to take that risk and that's actually when i talked about my tattoos earlier one of them is in vitam mortem which is in life death in latin and it's the mindset of find risks in life that are worth taking and in a world surrounded by death where everything can go wrong everything does go wrong so constantly find the things that make you feel alive and even if there are risks to them pursue them and don't be afraid to you know like it's the mindset i follow and it's it is a capitalist mindset, but at the same time, it's not a capitalistic mindset. So, right. right. And, you know, it, when it, when it comes to all that stuff, it's, you know, nowadays we can go on a long tangent about American politics and how polarized oh. and fucked up it is. But, you know, at the end of the day, as long as and it doesn't have to be about ec- economics or even public policy, you you can take the government out of this. If you're respectful to a human I being, fucking government out of this. What's up? I said I wish we could take the fucking government out of this. Oh if God, want, me too. If you respect a human being, if 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 you look a person in the eye. And you're treated with respect and you be friendly and you're out there for them and you're being a good person for them, you will get that back tenfold. But here's the problem. Here's the problem that makes a lot of people pissed off at me because I don't agree with them. The government. We were born to be the government's bitch. Oh, yeah. That's that's what a lot of people don't realize is that you can't 
you can't live your life without Risky's talking, like, Risky's talk. talking, Risky's talking. Uh, I said, you know, when it comes to being the, you know, you if you're a good person at heart and you're able to contribute to society wonderfully, you should be rewarded for that. Oh, now you got to pay 60% of that to the fucking government. Yeah. And that's also why, like, they've also, that's one of the reasons why if you've seen any of the videos on YouTube or any of the explanation articles on stuff about where everyone's escaping at California or fleeing California is because all these high pay, like getting these people who get paid high, high amounts, like ridiculous amounts, they don't want to get taxed. And on one hand, I can understand that where it's like, well, you kind of don't want to have a bunch of your money taken. But on the other hand, it's also like you're also living in the state where out of the entire country, people still you tell them America, United States, they recognize it. You tell them California, United States, they'll recognize that more some in, in, in some cases, in a lot of cases than they would fucking, you know, like America or USA. Same with like you tell them Hollywood, same thing, you know, like it's it's it is one of those places where when you're living there, like you end up like you you should be paying more if you're able to pay more because like you're just you're, you're living in a place where people dream of living their entire lives, you know. So you're saying um, paying for basically the brand. I mean, yes and no, because on one hand, that is what you're doing. But on the other, it's also like there are different costs to living in different places, right? Mm-hmm. Like if you're in North or South Dakota, you're not going to get taxed anywhere near what you're going to get taxed in even any normal major city. Right. But like compare that to California, you tell someone, oh, I'm living in Hollywood, California. That is instantaneous recognition and an instantaneous level of like, oh, yeah. I know where you're living. I know that you are making it there at the very least. So that's some respect that also comes along with the name. So it's kind of like you're not only paying for the brand of California, but you're also paying for like the fact that I am making it somewhere that most people think it is beyond hard to make, you know? Yeah. It's like a level of respect that you've earned. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Um, that, that's an interesting way to view it. That's, yeah, that's how I kind of view it. Uh, yeah, yeah. And, um, you know, and also it's, I, I've never been to San Francisco, but I've heard from a lot of people from San Francisco. It's a shithole. Yeah. Oh, dude, I've heard San Francisco is like, I, I mean, like after 1987, like, I mean, it, I should say after 1980s, San Francisco kind of went from being like, you know, this like, crazy upbeat like lively place especially after the whole reagan thing where he got a lot of people out of like institutions and he cut funds to them like and he put a lot of them on the street like definitely had uh the homeless population in cali more so even than a few other states kind of go up and a lot of them are not not mentally stable homeless people to say the least yeah so yeah san francisco unless you got the big money Francisco, that nice place and that great place you're definitely going to be dealing with uh the ship parts of san francisco for sure yeah 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 for sure for sure um shit we got a tangent what were we talking about again we were talking about texas we were talking about uh oh yeah you're planning to move out to la 
Um, and you want to pursue your comedy and your acting. Yeah. Yeah. Um, speaking of comedy, we, we got to continue at some point that uh, double B. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Brooklyn Billy, 100 uh, percent. Brooklyn yeah. Billy. Yeah. And then I also actually um, just recently, actually, I ordered um, a green screen and I'm going to be able to start baked ones and uh, baked ones. For those of you who have not heard of the uh, the uh, the show idea, um, if if for some people it may spark a memory or like a, a spark of recognition, other people you might not know what the fuck I'm talking about. But um, there's a show called Jeff's Barbershop by Jeff Wittick, and he's a comedian. He's a part of David Dobrik's Vlog Squad, and he has a very similar dry, sarcastic sense of humor to what I have, yeah. and. Uh, I'm uh he he even admits in his show that his show is like a ripoff of other like talk shows and other comedy talk shows and so in my show I'm gonna just be make it a riff on that where I'm gonna just openly admit that like this I'm well I mean I'm not gonna openly admit I'm gonna be like this is not a ripoff of Jeff's Barbershop it's a whole different concept we're baking things on this show like you can't say it is. And if you do, I'll fucking block you and like get you fucking sued. And like, like, I, like I, it's a whole like I have a whole comedy bit planned for it. But like, yeah, I need a, a green screen. And then we also have to vinyl wrap the front of our oven in green so that we can make the uh, front of the oven a part of the show. Like when we put the stuff into it to bake. Oh, and, uh, yeah, that'll be fun. It'll, it'll be real fun, especially when I'm standing in front of the oven holding whatever I'm going to be putting into the preheated oven. And I'm just going to be talking like normal to the camera. But on the fucking green screen, there's going to be something super distracting. And because I'm not going to add it in until post effects, I'm not going to notice what's going to be there. So I'm just going to be super casual and super normal. And then you're going to have this thing that's like, how is he not looking at that right now? Like, yeah, that's, that's, we got, we got a few plans for it. And then same with the green screen for when we have it behind the main sitting area with the table and stuff. Yeah. We, yeah. we got a few ideas. It's, it's going to be a, a pretty good show. And then we're also yeah. eventually gonna get a, uh, we're eventually going to get a custom neon sign. Um, that's like the cold one sign with the chicken logo or the chicken breathing the flames in the O or the, or I mean the hot ones, I should say. And then the cold ones sign were like in the cold ones, one of the O's, they have like a, a beer mug with the beer foam overflowing on the side. So like we're going to have one of those and then it's going to be um, the O for baked ones is going to be the bottom of a bong with the tube coming up and the bubbles kind of bubbling in the bottom and the smoke drifting out the side. Yeah, I've got, I've got quite a few ideas for it and I, I know that nobody can steal it and I already like, made it public knowledge so i have uh, intellectual copyright on it no one can like say oh i came up with that idea first i'm just gonna be like well actually you're wrong i got the proof that that was my fucking idea and you stole it like yeah so pretty excited for it just got to get it up and running off the ground use uh use the cameras yeah just use the uh cameras and the drinks that i already or cameras and the uh, mics that i already have i should say yeah great and uh brooklyn billy i'm looking forward to finishing that up that'll be that'll be really good especially when we get to filming it especially because the way i was thinking we film that is uh you should look into liam dowling how he films um australian exchange student in america very funny very uh very like 
it's very low budget, but at the same time, you can tell that it's meant to be portrayed like that. And so like when you, like off, obviously off podcasts, like you'll, you'll watch that on your own, but like you, you'll understand what I mean by like the filming style and the recording style. And yeah. I, that's exactly how we should film Brooklyn Billy because it'll be like, it'll be even funnier that way. And then like worst case scenario, or I should say best case scenario, not worst case scenario. Um, we end up like making the production value better as time goes on. And as we get the ability to do so, or if we get picked up by comedy central or anything like, yeah. Yeah. Great. Um, yeah. I'm looking forward to writing that, you know, we haven't written that in like three months. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So we got to get back to that. Been a while. It, it definitely has been a while. Yeah. I, I'll, I'll get back to it sometime soon and we can collaborate 100%. later on, but yeah, especially cause I'm, uh, I'm back on, I'm back on track to where I needed to be. That uh, that one person who was living a few blocks away kind of had taken me off that track, and I mean, yeah. at the yeah. time, it was at the time it was nice, but yeah, not not anymore. Definitely, uh, definitely yeah. better now. Yeah, I remember those days. Oh yeah, hundred percent. Um. Anyway, I digress. So one thing that we, we have to talk about today specifically today because yeah. this this uh podcast is coming out the 10th of um the 9th of uh january and today is wednesday january 6th and uh, you're talking about intellectual property and stealing things and speaking mm-hmm. of stealing uh, <laughs> see that segue um I did too, and that was good yeah we are uh I was standing at work at the board of trade, you know, just chilling. And all of a sudden I see the breaking news on the CNBC that during the congressional uh, counting of electoral votes for the pre- uh, president elect Biden to be yeah, yeah. nominated where they, where they had to do uh, uh and not even to make it political with this, but like where they had to do a, a forced recount because the Capitol building got stormed by Trump supporters, I know exactly what you're talking about. Yeah. Uh, a, a group of pro-Trump uh, supporters, crazy mobsters, uh, a lot of people call them domestic terrorists, um, stormed the Capitol grounds, stormed inside the Capitol building, um, and shit popped off. See, what, I, what really irritates me and what a lot of people have been pointing out and what I noticed that a lot of the people who were talking about Black Lives Matter protesters and stuff being rioters, and I mean, they did riot. And, and in my eyes, as I've said before, they, rioting is the language of the oppressed. And when they feel that we've tried everything else, it's kind of like, well, now you're going to fucking listen to us because we're not giving you any other option. Well, we have listened to Trump supporters and we've, we've been forced to listen to Trump supporters. And I don't mean Trump supporters where it was the only reason they supported him was because he was the candidate of their party. That's different from being a Trump supporter. That means you're a Republican. So there's, there's a difference in those two things, right? But like Trump supporters, we have had to listen to them for the past four years or so, a little bit longer. So it's kind of like listening to them and then for them to pull the shit that they pulled with the black lives matter protests and riots and even the protests where there was no rioting and how viciously and venomously they responded with police force and military force. And then for them to be saying, 
oh, they're just protesters who are showing their voice and who are showing their agitation when they're storming the fucking Capitol building. Mm, that that I do not agree with. That's 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 one thing I will say. No, like 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 fuck that shit. That's that's not that's not at all correct. You are you are absolutely wrong on that one amigos like like just to be straight up with you guys yeah yeah you know and uh you know it definitely you know seeing that from a group of trump supporters it really is a pain kind of like a stab in the back to every everybody in america because a it you know it's a threat to the democracy and all that shit that's it's more of a threat to the democracy than the Black Lives Matter protests were. Like like them storming the Capitol building and all this other stuff and, and the, the GOP senators trying to get recounts or get the like transfer of power held because they're like, we want it held until there's multiple recounts done and there's investigations done. It's like, oh, so you want it held for the next like two or three years. So you essentially want him to get another presidency and base it on technicalities where it's like, well, we're not going to transfer power. So it's technically not a hold on presidency or the democracy. It's just like, well, we're not going to do this while there's an active investigation going on. Okay. Well, that's just like you saying when Obama was president and one of the Supreme court justices died. Well, you guys said, we don't want to elect another Supreme court justice until there's not an election year going on. And that was the Republicans saying it and they refused to vote. And then instead of that, this time when RB uh, Ruth Bader Ginsburg died, she's they streamline it. They make it as fast as possible and they push through one of their candidates. And like I said, not to make it political, but it's these things where it's like the the human side of this shit. When you look at it, you're like, no, I don't fuck with that. Like you, you are the biggest hypocrites that I've ever seen. And that that I really don't fuck with when you say some shit and you force other people to follow it. And then when it doesn't work for you, you decide, well, we're not going to follow that, even though we forced you guys to. So go fuck yourselves. That that that's what really irritates me. Yeah. 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 I, I, I see what you're saying, you know, and uh, with, um, you know, obviously everything's polarized. So it's one side or the other. There's nothing in the middle. Exactly. And, you can't even call yourself an independent anymore without people getting mad at you. Oh, oh my. Yeah, absolutely. And like I was saying, this, this event today, it stabbed the back of Americans because a lot of moderates and conservatives, most, a lot of conservatives, believe it or not, are not fans of Trump. No, I, I, and I know that. And you and I, including myself. And where, um, like, where it's like, even if you're a, even if you're a Republican, even a lot of the Republican senators and governors, they were like, oh, no, you guys are not getting this. We don't fucking like this guy. He got lucky and won enough votes that he became our candidate. But we do not fucking like him. We do not want him as our candidate. He is a fucking like a lot of them have even openly said, oh, no, if we could have another candidate or a different representative for our party without a second's hesitation, they would be like, yeah, make that person that like like. I can, I know exactly what you're saying, not to cut you off, but I know exactly what you're fucking saying. Yeah. And, um, you know, it, it stabbed the back of us because, 
The thing is, for the last four years since Trump's been in office, in the eyes of leftists, crazy, goofy leftists, all conservatives, anything right of center is deemed a racist, xenophobe, fucking transphobic, all that shit. And, you know, I'm ta- I've been talking to people from school and they deny that shit. I'm like, go fuck yourself. Yeah. Okay, and I, literally, I, go fuck yourself. Yeah. And also, hypocrisy. Yeah. And like I was saying, just to clarify before you continue, I don't mean yup as in like I agree with that. I mean yup as in like I know that that's how it's been. And that like, like we've, we've talked about before, before all this shit really got worse, you and I would have both classified ourselves as independents with like, you have more conservative idea or more, I wouldn't even say conservative ideas. You have more right-leaning ideas, but you're still an independent. I have more left-leaning ideas. I'm still an independent because we realize that's how politics should be. You shouldn't exactly. be fucking sides. You should all agree on certain issues exactly. and certain matters. And if you have certain ideals that you disagree on, you come to an agreement and a, a compromise on those. That is how politics works. That's how democracy stays working. But instead, these fucking morons have not been able to keep that in mind. And they have made it a war of religions, almost fucking crusades. And it's disgraceful. Okay, so for those of you listening who won't see this, but Connor and Dom, you'll see this. So this up here above this line, this is how politics should work. Yeah. in Europe. You know, you got some po- What's up? Just, I was just like, you know, Dom's in the bathroom, so I can see it, but I'll, I'll let him know what. Okay. This is. Well, anyway, this is how politics should work: a bunch of parties who align on certain ideals, and a couple outliers. Mm-hmm. And you know, that's how it happens in Europe. Yeah, yeah. And that, and you know what? Back in the good old days, the Dems and the Repubs they aligned on certain issues. Yep. They're a little more centered than they are now. This yep. is what it is now. It is team A and team B. And if you're team not a, on, you don't have a team C. What's up? I was saying if you're not on team A or team B, you don't have a team C. Oh, yeah. You don't have a team C. You're a racist. Yep. I literally, I went on uh, the Instagram account, UIUC24 Confessions, and I posted an anonymous message saying, you know, as a right-leaning moderate, blah, 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 this event today is disgusting while, you know, basically condemning this bullshit and people yeah. storm to the comments. Oh, I fucking hate centrists. Oh, you're a capitalist. Oh, fuck capitalism. All that shit. I'm like, come on, dude. I'm like, fuck. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's very, it is very unfortunate that people have been raised in such a polarized climate because it becomes that thing where to make it a part of the metaphor of it being a polarized climate, you either prefer the warmth or you prefer the cold and you don't it like, like nobody's really okay with it being lukewarm or it being kind of chilly. No one's okay with that. It has to be one way or the other and no one's willing to grin and bear it. Even if it's on certain days or certain parts of that day where it's not the temperature that they like, no one's willing to do it. They want no. it their way the hundred percent of the oh time and not God. have to deal with shit. Yeah. I know exactly what you mean. Yeah. And you know, going on campus, you know, UIUC is very liberal, progressive very, yeah. campus. Yeah. Hundred percent. And I'm one of the very few um center center right libertarian type people there. 
and it has been fucking brutal. Fucking brutal. I can imagine. Because, you know, like I said before, back in the old days, I mean, the Democrats, you got your JFK Democrats who were, you know, they called progressive, you know, uh, you know, and that time, 60s progressive was actually good. And, uh, and, you know, the Republicans, I mean, I you had your, you know, this was, you know, back in the, before the civil rights movement, you had your crazy racial tension, but I mean, it was yeah. a little bit more center than what it is nowadays. It's fucking like, I don't Connor, Did you see on the news, the house Democrats were off, were proposing legislation to change man and woman to people, mother and father to parent. They're removing gender from everything. I did not see that. And what I think is the way that the way that I view like gender stuff is like, it's kind of like, I would say when they're a kid, if the parent decides not to say like, that's a boy or that's a girl and they decide not to give them a gender fine. And you want to like, the parent wants to do it, do your own shit. But like the way that I view it is like, if someone grows up and they want to change their gender or they recognize themselves as something else, I couldn't care less. That's fine. Let them, exactly. Let them fucking do it. Who fucking cares? Like, but why is it a big deal? Don't put the fucking but government on like, it. I was about to say, to make it a government mandated thing, that doesn't make sense to me. Because then it's it's literally exactly, it is the exact, like, it would it would be the exact flip side of what, the liberal side is saying the like the conservative side is saying because it would instead of being like oh well the conservative side is forcing he and she on well now the liberal side is forcing people and person on and it's like you're you're literally doing what you're accusing them of doing and you're not giving them any leeway in the matter so it's like and that's why i'm saying like if you want yeah sure go ahead and make those options on the fucking birth certificates on the kids like gender option or the way they're going to grow up go ahead fine if you want to do that yeah do that don't don't make it mandatory because then you're doing exactly what you're accusing the other side of doing it's like when hitler was accusing the jews of being the problem and then the nazis are fucking murdering people and killing any anyone who even talked bad about them or who they thought was talking bad about them it's like it's literally the exact same thing obviously in less severe of a scale and with different things but like to use an example that you can relate it to the amount of hypocrisy that's being put in place is just like that it's it's fucked man yeah it's like uh, you know hyper we're living in an era of hyper partisanship yes there's no bipartisan activity there's no nonpartisan activity even though even though something says it's nonpartisan you can go on your knees and suck my fucking dick yeah, okay. everyone to someone. That's I mean, also why there's there's another thing that we'll have to talk about. Um, not to like go on a tangent, but just to like make sure you make a note of it. Um, in the stimulus bill, there was a clause in the stimulus bill that gave every alphabet agency in the Department of Defense 180 days to release everything they knew about UFOs. Like, like, it's literally like, holy fuck, man. Like, it's, it's, we live in a place where it's like, you are, you're, you're, you're keeping such control over this. And like, you know, corporations and all these other fucking agencies that are tied to the government have so much control over it. 
And then it's like, well, they want to say, oh, well, we don't want to give up that control. But the people are like, well, we want that control. You have to reach an even middle ground where you you agree on these things and you're like, okay with these things. Like it's, it's, it's unbelievable, man. Yeah, man. It's just, when can we go back? Now this, this is quite a poignant question here. When can we go back to the days where it was like 10 years ago, where it was deemed impolite to reveal who you voted for? Yeah, I absolutely agree. But you now, know, now people yeah. like they wear it as a brand. They wear like they'll go out in a, a Trump shirt, Trump shorts, uh, uh, making a MAGA 2020 flag wrapped around their neck, like Trump flags flying from their car as they drive. It's kind of yeah. like, dude, it's supposed to be something where no matter what you voted for, if the person you know or the person you talk to or you're, oh, you're friends with, your family with, if they're a good person, you it shouldn't matter who they voted for. Right. And, and this election completely changed what that meant. And it made it like this insane thing. Like, yeah. It, who you voted for defi- was the sole definition of your character. Yeah. Literally quite literally. Yeah. yeah. You're, you're absolutely right, man. Yeah. It's, it's fucking bullshit. But anyway, I was on a tangent. Sorry about that. Oh, yeah, um, you know, with all this, you know, with this vaccine stuff coming out, I don't know if I'll, I don't know if I can trust it. We'll see what happens, but we'll see how it goes with other people. Yeah. And that's, that's exactly what I'm going to do. I'm going to wait probably a month to a month and a half after it's started to get put into the mainstream, especially with our age. Cause they're saying that half doses of it should between 18 and 55 should have the exact same effects with our immune system and the RDNA stuff with teaching our cells and our DNA to make the antibodies. They're saying that they might start giving out half vaccines to speed the process up and double the amount that we're able to output. But yeah. like, it's, it's one of those things where just like you said, it's, it's not even me being like an anti-vaxxer or me being like one of those vax, like specifically with this, one of those vaccine naysayers. It's one of those things where it's like, this has not gone through the exact same rigorous trials and the exact same time that other vaccines for even bigger viruses have gone through. And yet at the same time, we need to push it out because of the severity. And I understand that, but like you said, I want to make sure it's okay. And I want to make sure it's like, it's not going to cause problems and it's not going to hurt our immune system in the long run. Cause like what happens if all of a sudden, you know, 10 months from now when the vaccine is like it's already been introduced in the mainstream we realized that there was some small part of that rdna that started teaching our immune system to have an autoimmune disorder that starts attacking itself and as i said i'm not a vaccine naysayer i'm not an anti-vaxxer i'm just saying that there is a small possibility that could happen and so like yeah like i said i want to wait a month and a half see if there are any immediate side effects after that i'll probably get it but like there, there could be complications much further down the line that we don't have any ability to see right now, which is why vaccines right. and these, these immunizations usually go through much more rigorous and time trial testing. Like, you know? Yeah. Yeah. And yeah, we'll, we'll see how it goes. I, I think if it's trusted the mainstream and I think if it has positive results, I'm really looking forward to uh, seeing things opening up and being a little more normal again. Man, if, if it really starts to like take hold, 
you can bet your ass that second semester down here, there was there was a Yale specialist who made a statement and she was like, 2020, because of how it was, is going to kick the 2020s off into a drug, alcohol, and sex-crazed decade. And we were <laughs> like, and, and our generation was already planning on having a roaring fucking 20s. After 2020, we are going to make that shit scream. Like, this, this is going to be the start of that. So you can bet your ass that as soon as this shit goes mainstream, next few months, brother, whew, they're going to be fun as sin. When they open up cams and they open up all that shit, oh it's comfortable being there. Oh, baby. Cams is a block and a half from my house. Red Lion is kitty Buddy. corner on the same two streets yeah. I'm on. Yeah. Like, like, oh, my God. That's on second, yeah. Oh, God. And Joe's is on second or third. It's on fifth. It's always on fifth. My bad. Yeah. It's, it's a few blocks away from me. But, dude, I'm central to all of it. And I'm 19. Oh, baby. I'm, oh, my God. I am. You got no clue. When this shit starts to open again, oh, we are baby. going to have a lot, a lot of fucking fun. Oh, buddy. I'm looking forward to it. You should be, man. Yeah. It. it if they open up in time for you to still be down here, you know, but. Oh, by July, you bet your ass they'll be open. They'll be open long before July. And like I said, that was what I was saying to Dom earlier. I got to figure out. I mean, at that point, it'll depend on how much I have saved because I'll be able to move out there and be able to afford rent, be able to afford living costs. But depending on how much I have saved, that'll dictate how comfortably I'll be able to do that and how comfortably I'll be able to go forward doing that. So like, It'll definitely be it probably in June is when I'll really start to put a lot of the like, I mean, like up until then, I'll be thinking about the logistical stuff and trying to figure out how I would do it and what I would need to do to do it. But like in June is when I'll really start to I'll really start to kind of have to make the decision of like, am I going to pull the trigger on this? Am I going to stay in Champaign for another year? Am I going to move back to Chicago? Am I going to move to Austin? I got it. I'll have to figure it out. You know, it'll be it'll be a choice, but like around then is like those, those two to two and a half months before my lease ends is when I'll be, uh, I'll be figuring out what I'm going to end up doing and what choice I'm going to end up making for it. Yeah. I mean, um, yeah, it'll, it'll be interesting few months up ahead and, um, yeah, all, all's good on that front. Um, before we go, I'd love to have you and Dom talk about that New Year's Eve party that you were alluding to earlier. Let me get Dom back in here for that uh, because we we are absolutely willing to talk about that party. Give me one second. All right. And for those of you, a uh, little commercial break. We're on Anchor FM. Go check us out, Anchor FM slash podcast slash Enigma, I think. I don't know. It's going to be in the description. But we're on there. Uh, if you want to use Anchor FM to start your podcasts, very easy. Two out of every th- everything new podcasts are on Anchor. You're able to monetize yourself. You're able to promote. You're able to expand your brand very easily with Anchor with the Anchor platform. And it's a great platform. I've used it personally, and it's awesome. So Anchor.fm if you want to start a podcast, and it's great. It's a great thing to do. Um, it definitely gets your ideas out there and puts you on all the platforms. And it's a great, great time. But Anchor FM, that is the platform of choice. 
All right. Now that you're done with the, uh, just letting you finish out the, the segment about the donation and the promotion stuff. Yeah. Dom's back in here. Um, we, uh, so New Year's Eve, um, we started out, we were like, we started out getting the family down here and we started out, was it probably eight forty-five, nine 9am was I, when all of us woke up. To, I think we all came down here around like, around like two, two something. Yeah. Two that's, something. that's, that's when we all got down here around then we, uh, John, Ryan, and I, we made it down here a little earlier than Dom and them did. Um, got down here a bit quicker just because John's an absolute fucking crackhead driver. No, um, it's false. I made it before you. You did make it down there for us? Yeah, I made I wiped you guys out of the water. Pun intended. Oh, I you guys out the okay. Water. Okay. I was, because that's what John was saying. I didn't remember if you guys were no, down there. No, 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 no. Was it the girls who came down later then? No, I... I oh, uh, girls. Here I we go. You. I beat you. I beat you. Okay. All right. That's why that's why I was is, that, is that the competition? Like, who came out of first? Oh, no. no. I beat you. No, I there, beat was, you. there was a competition is we it, had it, later. If there was some of the competition going on, like, no, I beat you. Trust me. I, I beat you. I believe you. Um, beat and you. then also, um, and yeah, Rusey, you were saying about the girls. We had, um, we had Dom, me... Alec, John, Jimmy, and Justin, and Ryan down here for the guys. And then for the girls, we had Izzy, Hallie, Yasmin, Jasmine, Kelsey, Grace, and... Uh, Nimue. Nimue. Nimue, yeah. So we had... Um, oh, we had they're all... Go- they're- yeah, a bunch of... A few of them go here. Like, a good amount of them go down to U of I. Um, they're all gone. They're all yeah, gone. They're, they're all back in Chicago right now. Same with all the rest of the family, all the guys. It's just me and Dom down here in Champagne. Um, we ended up, we we got down here and we um, <laughs> we we were like all getting ready and we the theme for the party was a button down shirt, like a collared button down shirt and shorts. And so, <laughs> me being me, I wore my Hawaiian shirt and my swim trunks. And then everyone else was wearing like a dress, a dress shirt. Alec was wearing like sleep shorts that were above, like they were right by his thigh. Um, so we we all had we all had some pretty great outfits on. But for the for the for, fucking figure the fuck out for the fact of it all, none of us even pulled through with that because it yeah, didn't even happen. Yeah, it, it kind of. It didn't happen. By the way, he's talking shit. Like it didn't even happen. Like yeah, I he was left out a fat chunk of everything. Like yeah, no, nothing happened. Like, now, now see you have to. Like, yeah, we all just we all we all we all dressed up as in like yeah. My now, now see now listen listen. And like it happened. No, it didn't happen. Listen. So what happened was happen. when when we were so, first so here. Like, don't talk about like, we, how it happened. Well, let me tell him. Let me tell him. We oh. ended up. We ended up. We so there were a bunch of them over at Izzy's place. And they were supposed to come over earlier and they didn't end up coming over and they ended up like saying, we're coming, like, like they're getting ready. We're getting ready. And like all of us over here, me, Ryan, Alec, Dom and John, we'd all gotten into like the outfit. Cause we were like, okay, they're coming over. And then we ended up, cause they were like, well, why don't you guys just come to Izzy's for a bit? And so we were like, okay, so now we have to change again into like our sweatpants and like our, our like normal gear. And so we ended up doing that. And then, like, like Don was saying, well, I think Alec was one of the only other ones. It was you definitely got into like the button-down shirt and, and shorts again. Um, I did too, and then Alec did, but we didn't have everyone in it like we were supposed to. But like, just like Don was saying, we didn't end up fully doing it like we had planned on, and so we ended up having 
they ended up coming over later than they were expected to. Um, something happened at one of the frats, the two of the girls, um, wasn't, they, we, we think they got drugged. I'm not going to say any names because I don't want to like put anyone out there and I don't want to put any like frat on blast. I don't want to put any of our friends on blast, you know, like that. Don't want to do that to them. Um, so like that happened on that night and then they ended up coming over afterwards and like being okay and like making sure we made sure they were all right. Um, but like we ended up the, the table that they had here, we ended up, um, breaking two beer bottles on it. Glass was all over the floor and the carpet, um, ended up like a million times stabbing it with a screwdriver where I don't even know where the screwdriver's at or where the screwdriver went kind of just, uh, it, it just, it appeared for that night and then disappeared after it was like a magic screwdriver. Um, and then we, um, there was one portion of the night where we threw the table off their balcony or outside their door. And then we went up on their balcony on their second floor and threw both of their chairs off their balcony on the second floor. And, uh, it, I, that was, that was about the point that I, uh, um, stopped remembering things to put it lightly. And then about, um, 10 30 or so, what was it? 10 30 between 10 30 and 11 o'clock probably. Right. was when I passed out and I like, I like fell asleep. Like it was, it was in that range. Would you say? Yeah, I'd say so. Yeah. But about 10 30 to 11 o'clock, I pass out on the couch. Um, and then our friend, Justin, he, uh, he makes sure he rolls me over. So I don't like, I don't choke on my own vomit. Cause I'm like, you know, inebriated. Mm -hmm. And then, um, somehow I managed to make it to the middle of the hallway right outside Dom and John's room. And I fall asleep on the floor at literally on the floor, dead weight on the floor. They open the room, they open the door to Dom's room and, and there's a video of it. I'd have to get the video, but there's a video where they open the door and they pull it open and you just see me out. I am out in the middle of the hallway and it, and you just hear everyone start laughing and people are saying like, what the fuck? Like it was, it was great. And so there was that. And then there was also, and, and you'll have to, you'll have to clarify with Dom because I don't remember the entire night, obviously. Um, and like, and then there was another part where I was asleep next to the toilet with my arm draped over it. And then another part where I'm they, like, so apparently Jimmy and John, cause, cause like before Jimmy and John carry me into John's room, Dom and John try to pull the trigger for me. And apparently I bite both of them when they have their fingers in my mouth. I'm biting their fingers. I'm not letting them. Like I'm, I'm refusing to let them and I'm biting them. Like Dom, am I, am I wrong? Like, was I was biting Apper, you guys. Apper, apparently that's, that's pretty oh, funny. I forgot that. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Dom might not remember that part. My bad. Um, but like John definitely did. And John was telling me the next morning, he's like, he's like, you were fucking biting us, dude. Like you were chomping down on our fingers. And so like, there was that. And then Jimmy and John, Jimmy's an MMA fighter. Absolutely shredded. Great fucking kid. Great dude. And he and, he and John, John is carrying me by my hands and Jimmy's carrying me by my feet. And, and they, they fucking going into John's room, hit my head on the door frame and have to back up and then turn me and then bring me in. And then Jimmy has to gator roll me onto the bed. One of the most impressive gator rolls I've ever seen in my life. Got to be hands down, no doubt. Like gator rolls me onto the bed. A little later in the night, 
I was so drunk. I ended up peeing on the bed. So it, was, it wasn't good. It was not good. And then I wake up the next morning. And one of the first things that Alex says when he comes downstairs and we make eye contact is he goes, what's up, bed wetter? And I was like, oh, fuck. It was, it was not good. And then like, yeah, that was, that was about where my night ended. And then we had, uh, we did a family road trip to go to Chipotle and then we hung out at Izzy's on New Year's day and kind of chill and stuff. But like, oh wow, yeah, it was, it was, it was, it was definitely something for sure. It was, uh, and Don went to the bathroom real quick, but like, yeah, it was, it was definitely something that, uh, oh, that would be an interesting be at. It was, oh man, you, you got no idea. It was, like I said, fantastic way to kick off New Year's and to kick off 2021. Like, like I'm not, I'm not upset at a single thing that happened. I, it was, and, and to clarify the drink I was having, this tequila had no right to be as smooth as it was. It was an $18 bottle, an $18 handle, not a, not a fifth, an $18 handle of tequila, tequila silver. And it was the smoothest tequila I have ever drank in my life. It didn't, it didn't taste the best. It didn't taste even very good, but it was the smoothest tequila I've ever drank in my life. And like, I'm telling you, I, John, John had recommended, he goes, Oh, you should, uh, you should mix water and tequila with lime slices. Cause like, it's a very low cal drink. It'll still get, you know, where you want to be. And like, you'll, you'll be able to like actually enjoy it. And so I did. But because of how smooth it already was, mixed with the water, no idea how much was going down until it was far, far too late. So, like, dangerous. Yeah, it was. Um, like I said, it was. Um, uh, <laughs> it was. It was a bit of a, a a bit of a New Year's Eve in champagne, and then on January second is when I went and got the tattoos, and I got five of them at once. I got the. Got a smiley face. I got the Norse rune for manifestation, the Norse rune for true love, Norse rune for thorn protection, and then, as I told you, invitam mortem. Yep, that's great, man. That's yeah. Great. Started off, started off the new year right, and then Dom, before you go in there, just uh, come finish telling, um, telling how your part of New Year's Eve went because you remember a bit more than I do, as you know. <laughs> My party, my party used to be, I can't even pronounce it right. <laughs> oh, man. Just tell them, like, like, whatever you remember. I already told them about the table. Oh, one thing about the table, though, um, was that when we threw it, <laughs> it hits the ground right at the bottom, right outside the pool. And the people in the townhouse below come out of the townhouse and they're like looking up and they weren't even mad. They're like, yo, what the fuck? <laughs> and like, we're they're like, like, at least, at least you're going to pick it up. Dude, they literally, and we were, that, he's exactly right. They were like, and you guys Johnny, are going to pick Johnny, it up, right? Johnny, Johnny like sprints down. He's like, he's like, yeah, sorry, sorry, sorry. sorry. Dude, we were, we were legit, all of us, every single one of us who was standing on the balcony, we were like, we we're like, oh yeah, don't like, don't worry. We'll, we'll be right down to pick it up. Like, we are so sorry. We did not mean to annoy you guys. Like, happy New Year's Eve. Like, like it was, we, we were trying to like, like make the situation as not bad as possible. <laughs> like, it was funny as shit. He didn't even carry up the entire thing, did he? He needed one of us to go down and get the fucking top of it because he carried the metal part up, right? Dude, and then Ruski, the chairs, the chairs we threw, we didn't even yeah. get 
till the next morning. Like the table we got, the chairs were sitting on like one of them was sitting next to the pool on the pool deck and the other one was on the tarp. And me and Ryan had to, their stairs were stairs of death. You couldn't, there was not a single portion of that flight of stairs that you could walk down without slipping at least fucking once. It was ridiculous. And me and Ryan had to like go down these stairs at like, it was like eight or 9 a.m. when we were all up, like, right? Like it was super early. Super fucked. Yeah, dude. Me and Ryan are still fucked going down the stairs, having to pick these up. And we're having to climb on top of the pool tarp and bring them up back to the fucking like the the uh the room like oh my god yeah man it was oh my god new year's eve was new year's eve was it, it was something all right guys uh that was great um dom where can they find you dom went into his room he's Fuck. uh he's he's definitely he's in a mood to go to sleep to say the least all right i'll put his socials in the uh, description Connor, where, where can they find you? You can find me at the Daily Bonger on YouTube. You can find me at the underscore Daily Bonger on Instagram. And you can find me at the Daily Bonger on Twitter. And the only reason I have not uploaded is because that green screen didn't come in. Otherwise, I have everything I need again to upload. And I will be uploading within the next week to two weeks. So, yeah. Definitely, definitely going to be back on the grind and definitely going to be back on the weekly uploads and the weekly updates and stuff. So, right. I appreciate it. <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, anyway, thank you guys for listening to our podcast today, episode t- uh, this week, episode 29, the podcast. Connor and I go follow me on Instagram at Andrew J. O'Connell. Uh, go follow the show on Instagram at the dot enigma podcast. Follow us on Twitter at pod underscore enigma. Um, you know, I had a couple week break, but we're back on the weekly stuff. Uh, I'll be back in Champagne in a couple weeks, so I'll be with Connor doing live shit again. And, yep, and uh, he's also back on pretty much every episode, as we were talking about a while ago. Yeah, and uh, you know, it, it's great if you listen to this point. Thank you very much. I'm sorry if I offended you, um, but you know what? Free speech, baby. Let's go. Anyway, thank you so much for listening. Uh, have a great week. Have a great start to the new year, and we'll see you guys next week. We'll see you.